Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Lost Talk Radio. Trying to fix your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, can nobody see you. Can nobody see you. Can nobody see you. Can nobody see you. Well, now you, you got a point. You wonder nowadays. <laughs> it seems like people be watching you everywhere you go, huh? Wait a minute. Which one of y'all was that that asked me that the other day? About people watching? Know that you were somewhere and uh, somebody asked you if uh, <laughs> if uh, if well, you were in a that was you right 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 you said if somebody you know saw you in a place and then you got the text messages were you there I'm like see that's uh, that's the most uh, stalkerish yeah. type of scary type stuff mm-hmm. that we, I don't know but anyway so man look we it's what it's been three two three weeks three weeks mm-hmm. right. Since we've been back, yeah, back from where? Where was we? Well, where it was hot and felt like hell. Okay, I started feeling my back started. I'm still feeling. Are you still feeling? Still feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but my aloe. That remember that aloe I bought? Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I'm. You gotta have an aloe. You gotta have an aloe. Well, you definitely gotta have sunblock on. Okay, oh, yeah. because even though it didn't get over 90 degrees, not a day that we were there, yeah, that heat was, real. yeah, that's some old equator heat. My lips yeah. a little bit. Welcome to Trinidad. Uh, well, my head did. I, I, look, like, I, look, head I look like a crocodile. Yeah. You know, they were looking at me at work like, damn, what the hell happened to him? I mean, you know, but it's, hey, I, I still wouldn't trade it, though. No. But I am, I, I still feel like, I still feel like I'm over there. Like, I, I, I feel my body feels like I'm still carrying that heat. Yeah. I, haven't <laughs> I haven't either. There's a part of me that still has not said it's time to go back to the real world at all. And I'm still in my head listening to the Jamming Phil. And, and every time I hear a song, <laughs> I just start shaking. And it's, that's one of the things that I will say. I mean, I love music, like all kinds, and I've listened to all kinds. But that's one type, that's soca music. When you, when, it, when you hear it, and remember, wait a minute. Did you all remember when I, y'all was y'all was paying attention to everything else? But do you remember when we was walking down? Wait, was I was a little bit. I mean, but you, and it's okay because I well, can't. go on with your story. <laughs> go on with your story. It's going to come change. Go on with your story. So look, you remember when we was walking down the first day of March, uh, Monday? We was in a t-shirt and the Marlboro hat. Okay. Oh, that's the I should have put that on. But anyway, so you remember? Ain't nobody gonna which is why I didn't put it on. Okay. And we were walking down and we were trying to find where we were meeting up with everybody else, right? Yeah. And then when they were starting to very just started pumping the music up and and I told y'all to look at that homeless man. 
Which be- one? Because he was laying there, and then all of which a sudden. Which one? Because, well, no, yeah. and I say which one because I know what the point you're trying to make, because Desmond and I saw a guy. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah. But I'm talking about the one that was that was laid on, well, uh, <laughs> on, the, on, the, on the right-hand side, and then as soon as the music started going, he started uh, patting his feet. Oh, he was okay. dead asleep, not moving, yeah. walking past, That's and all of a sudden the music came on. Because he posted one. And he started just to tap at his feet. Oh no, he talked. You talk about the one that was passed out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In that heat and and drinking all day, yeah. they get up drinking in the morning like yeah. seven, seven a.m. They drinking. Oh, they don't worry yeah. about no food. They're not Trump eating. Because we drinking still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a marathon, not a race. But so, that was that was kind right. of what, what struck me about like going over there and experiencing the whole thing that for those few days. Everybody just kind of forgets everything that's going on exactly. in life, and they just party. The they have a good time. They, they, they. I, I have to say the Trinidad Carnival was probably one of the best experiences I've had, but I will also say just to be amongst the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even from even though we did like a neighborhood juve mm-hmm. that Sunday night, mm-hmm. which I threw my shoes away. <laughs> I did too. I was going to keep them, but I thought I was going to keep them. Oh, you know, I could rock these like the little spray paint, you know, <laughs> you know, look, but no. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking about this. Yeah, they're not getting framed in the United States. Somehow, I like, like, putting them in like, like a little frame, yeah. like a little box, like a clear box. But then I was like, no, because yeah. they're going to stink. Yeah, yeah. Man, yeah, yeah I ain't got time for all that. But yeah, it was the spirit of the people, really. I really fell in love with that. Yeah, yeah, I think there's an energy, and I, I try to explain this to people who've never been. Like when they say, "What is it like when you go to carnival?" and I say, "Well, it's you can't really explain it. You just have to be there." Because, um, like you said, like it's, you kind of feed off the energy of the people there. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's, I don't know. It's like uh, everybody, everybody lo- loves everybody. You know, there's no there's no nonsense. There's no drama. Yeah. Um, you know, and everybody's just mad cool, and, and the energy when music starts, and music is hitting, right. you know, and alcohol and whatever else, and whatever else. And um, as tired as we were, we still were going. <laughs> when music hit, your body just kind of was like, okay, here you go. <laughs> here you go. Right here. Oh, my God. I that still have right that there. picture. Oh, my God. Talk about, he, was like, he was like, Brian. I'm about ready. To, <laughs> I'm about ready to tap out. I'm about to tap out. And then I said, okay. And if and you do, just drop the track. Right. 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 Hey, here you go. Time to show going. What can I tell you? The best, my most important thing that I took away from that was the one item that y'all wish y'all had was my earplugs. Yeah. Because yes. the bands are so loud. loud. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, I learned from that Monday when we when we did our walkthrough that yeah. Monday. Yeah. And I was like, hmm. I got some earplugs. Okay. Okay. Oh, and they were selling them too. And they were, they were selling them. The guy walking around, they walked around for like ten TT. Yeah, they were selling them. But earplugs, especially if you're dancing with the band, and you gotta, you gotta have. I mean, it's just. And you standing right there next to the speaker. You walking right, right next to the speaker. Yeah. And he was earplugs. My ears were still ringing. I should, I should. But you know what I did? What I did also like when we first got there was going to Kitty Carnival. And the detail, like Yeah, they literally start those costumes like literally like Carnival ended. Like they're working on the costumes now for next year. I can imagine. 
So, um, <laughs> here he go. No, 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 no. Here he go. Here he go. Well, it is. It's a process. I mean, it is. It's a, it's a, no, when you think about it, and I looked at, I looked at it because it's sitting in there. Uh, the concert, I just, you know, I started thinking about like putting all the little pieces on and all that. That takes a lot of time. So I mean, I wouldn't want to do it myself. So I mean, y'all can have whoever does it. I appreciate them, and and you know, I pay them the money. But that's why I brought it back to as soaked as it is. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna tell our host here how much I appreciated seeing Carnival from Trinidad perspective because uh, I can I can speak from a perspective. I've been to the Brazil Carnival. Right. And so seeing it in Brazil and then being in it in Trinidad, it's two totally separate experiences that you really can't compare. Um, most people have asked me, well, you know, what do you think? It's not a comparison that you would really have. And I think the, the, the emotions and the feelings of the folks in Trinidad and right. the, the mixing of the cultures and you know stuff like that. Yeah, you're right. Really, you really get a sense of uh, a family atmosphere. Mm-hmm. A family atmosphere. As opposed to when I was in Brazil, I really felt like a tourist. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, watching something happen, I felt more like a tourist. So, so yeah. So I have to say that the Trinidad Carnival, um, from that perspective, yeah. was was it was really, 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 really uh, an experience that I think. A lot of people of color should, should yeah. try to do. Oh, I think so. I, really I, I agree. And, and you saying that is it's amazing because y'all know I talk a lot <laughs> and we'll talk to almost anybody. Oh, amen. Oh, but, amen. But but hey, mm. but hey, thank the Lord for my my, voc- my vocals. Okay, I, I thank God I can talk. You know because it has opened up many doors. You know for uh, for me in, in many different ways. So I'm gonna keep doing it. And, but but let's be honest. Let's be honest. Every time that that happens, it's not because I'm always in the mood to talk. People come up to me and they did over there too, and just start talking to you. I mean, you know, I don't want to be rude, so I, I'll go ahead and engage. Now y'all, every last person in this room besides me will walk off and, <laughs> and leave me hanging. Amen. I mean, and, and I'm like, what? Really? That's what y'all gonna do? I don't see coming in here. I mean, what's the <laughs> <laughs> right. what's wrong <laughs> So, but that that was funny though because you know when we were over there, um, all three of us have a different kind of. We talked about the fact that we have a different yes. talent and gift, right? <laughs> That's true. Uh, that is true. And and it showed itself while we were over there. Yes, it did. As well. So you know that that's good. That's good. So I was actually happy. One of the things I was happy about was the fact that we we didn't see it from a tourist perspective because yeah. of of who we went with and being able to interact with his family. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then participating in how they just live on an everyday basis. You know that was also part of the experience that we got to see. Mm-hmm. You know, so I enjoyed that as well. Uh-huh. I, I tell people all the time if you if you do get to go to Trinidad, try to try to go with someone with family, because um, you do get a different experience. Right. I think you get to you get more of the understanding of the locals and just kind of how they operate on a day to day basis. Um, it doesn't feel so touristy. Yeah. Because you have well, where we know, stayed, that definitely. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's so good. Um, and, and it's, it's a different experience, but you. I feel more connected when I'm there because I don't get that. Well, but look, look at look, look at where we stayed at. You know, we we got a feel of Trinidad from really people who live there, who mm-hmm. always lived there, who know the culture, who 
who understand the politics. Like even our driver Andy, mm-hmm. you know the conversation. Who was amazing. Shout out Andy. Exactly. Shout out Andy. Okay. Shout out Andy. You know I. <laughs> Shout out Andy for saving our lives. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, yes. 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 Don't oh, have a ride back not to one the ride, not <laughs> one. We're staying 10 minutes outside right. of the city by car. Yeah. But, 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 the, now here, but here's also a, a tip about traveling and even making those types of connections. When you pay people, right, and you tip them, right, they remember that type of stuff because when I text, he was right there. He was right, right there. there. He said, give me, what do you say, 15, 20 minutes? Yeah. And we went and right back be to the there. spot where he Exactly, because we thought it was. This is where we're at, you know. Can you right. come get us? You know, we're trying to get back. And, uh, we started walking. Yeah, and it was so funny how how you could set our level of like <laughs> like stress. Like for me, I went straight to stress mode. Like immediately, like immediately. Like y'all, we ain't got no ride home. How the hell we gonna get home? I had a threshold. Of yeah. Time. This one has a threshold. I have a threshold. I don't. I don't think I have to No, you didn't say you, you I was just doing my little Lay back. I was like, y'all. But being kind of goofy with this, but kept talking and stuff. This one was stressed. I was stressed. My thing was, okay. I was stressed. At a certain time, then I was sorry. No, not me. The moment we came up out that bar. We all started panicking. I was going to say, too. I want when it's my way because I'm paying for that, right? 
And then you don't even smile. Like, you get, like, nasty. It's not my fault. You're working there. So, meanwhile, at the Wendy's, Panic Paula was... <laughs> <laughs> we, Brian and I, are I trying to, we're trying to order, and then also we're trying to calculate the exchange in our head. Well, that's me. Okay. I took math in the summer. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. I, was I, I don't calculate I math already on it. like that. that was but if somebody was panicking, we couldn't get the money right. I couldn't calculate
You think I should put the sunscreen on now or should I put the off on? Well, what, well, what about this? You think he's got some off? Well, okay. Well, they, shut up. It's <laughs> 6 in the morning. Put your ass But I forewarned him and told him, I'm going to talk. Regardless if you don't talk back, I'm going to talk. I got to get this stuff out my way. Okay, I'm oh, sorry. And it's let me just say, our travel experience, we had a wonderful oh, yeah. travel oh, yeah. experience. Oh, yeah. We did, even though I, I called the international incident. He was, great, he was ready to be sent right on back right, to the United States. Right on back to the United States. Hold on, hold on. Where are y'all at? Y'all are doing wings. Okay. Hello? Oh, that's the chicken. Yeah. 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 Okay, I'm uh, coming outside. This one's about to cause an international crisis. Our international in crisis in Barbados. Yeah. Now hold on, hold on now. It ain't. It wasn't all my fault, but I did see the sign that said no cell phone. <laughs> and he in the Strike selfie. one. Strike one. Okay. Strike two was we didn't print out our paper itinerary because we had all of that on our phone. Right. Oh. But when you travel to the Caribbean, they want to see your flight back up out of there. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So you got to have, you got to be prepared for all of that. You got to be prepared. So I turned on my phone and I was just standing there couple of like, And then this one is texting us, where are y'all at? What are y'all doing? Where are y'all at? How long? What's going on? Where are y'all? Where are y'all? So he's like texting us every time we stop somewhere and say, hey, we had a layup. Now, mind you, we had like five layoffs. Yeah, they went there. all through the Caribbean. We went all through the Caribbean trying to get there. Oh, wow. So, I didn't want him to feel like we was ignoring him either. Well, baby, when I pulled out that phone <laughs> and snapped that picture and got back in line, that woman came. You, come in. <laughs> Let me see your camera. Oh, but she's going to try to hear me up first. Right. Let me see your camera. She looked like that. Of course, I tried to lie about it. Did you tell me that she looked like Florida Evans? Yes, she did. Okay, <laughs> it was a mess. She did. She did. Then she wanted to proceed to swipe through the camera. I was like, you might not want to swipe it all the way through. <laughs> <here."> okay. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that right Ooh. now. So, yeah. the line, the customs line was really, really long. Mm-hmm. So, they pulled me out, and I didn't have to go through that whole foolishness that Brian had to go through at the customs line. Get your American ass on <laughs> and go wherever you're going. <laughs> uh, oh, but I was, so when she got to him, right, or to us to ask him about this phone, I was already the next person. He's the next so person. He once I got through, he was right there. But it's okay. cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I just mean, y'all, listen, I done got the food and y'all get the plates, got dogs, you know, or oh, yeah. napkins or whatever. Y'all dig in, shoot. So nice little wing. You can't talk in different things. I can. Okay. But you, um, I don't know about that. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, he caused a couple of incidents. But our travel experience was wonderful. I, I, I will. I now, what I will say, I and will we talked about Brian again. Anyway. Oh yeah. I would definitely yeah, I would go with y'all anyway. If you can, if you can deal with somebody in the meager. Yeah. <laughs> Because we stayed in the Airbnb, and we knew going in it was going to be yeah. not going to be your standard, yeah, you know, it was humble. Marriott, whatever. But we did it to be strategic. And, like, even when, we talk, when I talked to Andy on the way to the airport, that's one of the things he was saying. He said, man, you all really did it right. He said, y'all, all this whole trip, because you locked in somebody to, you know, take you back and forth different places, you know, so basically we hired a driver. 
And the only time he wasn't available was one, one day yeah. when he was actually participating. But he said, y'all stay, because you're not going to be in, in the room hardly anyway, no. not that much. So he said, y'all put y'all's money into going to the event, partying, and whatever the case might be, you know, and enjoying the rest of, uh, you know, of the, of the place. So, you know, I would definitely do it again, but you can't stay in that type of a, <laughs> a room <laughs> with any and everybody, you know. That's yeah. true. You, yeah. have to, you have to travel with people who have the right mindset. Oh, yeah. you definitely do. If you're going to have, if, gonna, if you want the true culture, the true experience, knowing that it's not going to be similar to what we're accustomed to, you definitely have to travel with the right people. I cannot be with people who are complaining all the time. Nope. Ooh, it's too many mosquitoes. Ooh, right. it's this. Ooh, it's too hot. That. It's too hot. Yeah. Well, you in the Caribbean. What do you think? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, I mean, I think we definitely did it did it right. Um, and I, I would go anywhere with y'all, with, with the two of y'all. But the, what I will say is this, though. Um, one, and I forgot this time. Somebody told me this before I actually, you know, went to uh, Bogota, right, in September. And the one thing <laughs> that I forgot to take with me this time that you need, that nobody ever thinks about, that you're going to need when you're traveling internationally. I know you didn't forget there. What, our insect No, 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 no. We had that, and we had access to it. For the end, yeah. No, no, no. A, a pen. Oh, my God. Let uh, me just say a this. freaking Let me pen. say this. When your ass got to travel through customs and fill out that damn form, <laughs> and ain't no flight attendant got a damn pen. And you would think airlines. Oh, as much as they international, oh, they would I sure appreciate that reminder because let me tell you this. It was murder trying to find a damn pen. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, you always find somebody that's kind of nice or whatever that'll, that'll loan you a pen. But it's just like I told myself this time that that was the one thing that I was going yeah. to make sure that I took. And you would think that's like crazy, like, you know, no, 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 no. Don't think about it. Right? Yeah. You don't because it's not, that's the last thing you would think about. You're thinking about packing clothes. Shoes, you know, whatever else you can jam in, into, you know, right. into your bag, you know. Speaking of packing, the dog, all almost. Remember, I had to pack the two trips. Oh well, yeah, Mr. World Traveler. Uh, yeah, uh, don't try, right? <laughs> but I, for the most part, I did. I did for the most part. I, did. I think I, did. I had some t-shirts some and some some other shorts and stuff that I didn't get to wear. So, mm-hmm. you know. I, I think did I was, you? I did. Well, you were there longer than us. So. Yeah, I, I was there for ten days. So it was. So I wore most of my stuff pretty much, and it sat in my living room for like a week. Oh, let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you. That suitcase. <sighs> it still got stuff in it. I did much. <laughs> it is a struggle when you come back. It's, it's a struggle because you have to really. First of all, you gotta like remember that you're no longer in Trinidad. Okay. It's time to be an adult. And like you yeah. know, kind of like the party's over. Um, and for me, I know it was, it was, and it still is. I'm still adjusting. Like I'm right. happy to be back. Oh yeah, I'm glad to be back. I'm yeah. happy to be definitely sleeping in my own bed. Right. Okay. <laughs> That's one of the biggest things. But I think, um, yeah, I'm trying to readjust myself still. Yeah, I'm still adjusting. My like my mind, part of my mind is still there. Like every time, it's just like you know, I just go there. Yeah. And then you know, people will obviously ask you questions about the trip. You know, when you 
come back. So right. that kind of keeps it fresh and alive. Um, and I might just have to figure out how to get used to that heat. But <laughs> I mean, you know. And that I was, was actually want cool. my pretty boy T-shirt is what I want. Yeah, it was it was actually cooler than normal. Oh, um, right. Oh yeah. And well, I yeah. got burnt. Yeah. And uh, it rained a couple. It days. rained a couple days. And that's when that's the day that I got bit by all the mosquitoes when we were in costumes mm-hmm. and all the. Yeah. Because our first few nights there, we had no issues with at all. Uh, we had to put on rain came. Exactly. Yeah. We put that off on. Yeah. But you know, it was. <laughs> What? No, I was laughing at y'all too because that first night, no, not the first night, they had that was Sunday night, you right? Mm-hmm. When we went through in the in the neighborhood. Well, okay. and, uh, we went up to uh, Param- up to Param- Paramount, I think it's called. Yeah, we walked. Oh, right, all right. When okay. we walked, yeah. yeah. All right, so yeah, and I, I didn't even mind them throwing paint on me. Oh yeah. <laughs> Actually, I wanted more paint on me. I know, like I, I told you, we got out. As soon as we got the back, I just went up to the woman and was just like, and they do just like you hold your arm. Like I wanted more paint on me. Go. And he sprayed me. It's it like the lady the, uh, at the beach. Was, uh, had oh, all, oh. All. She was like, can I, can I spray you? You sure can. Yeah, uh, yes, you can. can. Go right ahead, spray me down. Yeah, I had already put on enough off. Yeah, do is fine. A lot of people when they first see you, they they get a little nervous because. Because all the paint and all the, you know, it's... We now, what was, we what's the festival with the mud, Devin? Everybody was asking when I came back that I see the people doing juvet. That's doing juvet, the, like the mud band. So they, they so just say how we were covered in paint. Mm-hmm. Right. They also cover in mud. But usually that's towards the back of the, of the band. Don't get any paint on the truck. <laughs> that's exactly what I was Don't get any paint on the truck. We're no using it for carnival. <laughs> Don't get any paint on the truck. Nobody's listening. It's, right. Well, <laughs> but they, they were talking about Mr. Man, the DJ, but the driving the truck that they run behind on Juve at the parade. And the only reason why they were saying that because the police was driving around. So they yeah. wanted to make sure they didn't stop. Everybody dancing. And, uh, Don't get any paint on the truck. But what I will say is this. I, I have to say this because... The, the different shades of brown, let's just say. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of China. I just, I was at awe. And, and not to say that I'm surprised because I think, you know, there's great beauty in, in, in people of color, right? But to see it, it, it all right there at one time, you don't see it as much like that over mm-hmm. here, obviously. So, to see it and, and to just see it just in its natural habitat and just flowing just ever so nicely. I know they had their issues over there as well because yeah. me and Andy had our talk about that mm-hmm. also. You know, he was kind of giving me the lowdown on the politics over there, even about his son, who is is great at engineering and math, right? <clears throat> but he got <laughs> he got uh, overlooked, even though his scores were higher mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of of, his skin color. Of, of because of his skin color, who he is. Is his skin color dark? What I mean, what? No, no, no. He's just black. I mean, he's he's so he's not white. Um, he's not in there, which Desmond could probably speak a little bit more to their hierarchy because Andy told me, and I remember some of it, but I don't remember all of it, so I don't want to be inaccurate. But they, he and his son, obviously fall in the level that you know they force you to pay for school. You know, you're not mm-hmm. the elite, right? <clears throat> you know, and what I didn't know was that, you know, they were very oil-rich. 
So mm-hmm. it ain't like they ain't got money over there, but obviously the same thing that happens over here happens over there. You know, people with money, people with power, people in control. You know, they they keep it they keep it from the people who don't. <laughs> it ain't no different. No, you know, it almost like every country I've been in and the people that I talk to, natives, not your spokesperson, right? <laughs> it seems like yeah, it's, it's the same repetitive thing. This old human nature where everybody got to figure out how to be better than somebody else, right? You know, y'all knew I was going to have to go on my, but I ain't through though, because I came back and it just seems like this whole thing with customer service has like, gone to a whole new level, gone to a very whole, just extreme, maybe I'm just a little more um, aware of it now, I mean, I'm paying attention to it more, right, I don't know, maybe that's it, but um, I guess because I'm not one to, um, like people who serve me food and stuff, I don't go back and forth with them. Right. Yeah, I don't. Right. Now these two over here. Who? Yeah. Who? Okay. Well, if I tell you, let me tell you. No, let me tell Thank you something. You. If Thank I you. clearly. Thank you. Clearly, I think I articulate very well. I may not be the best, but other than the fact that I talk low at times. It's very rare that somebody can't understand when I'm saying something. And if I clearly tell you that I want this in a certain manner and you don't produce it, that's your whole goddamn job. Excuse me. It's to get my order right. So why should I pay you if you don't? I agree. I've gone into many, many places and say no onions, no cheese. And then you get cheese on it. Why do I have to tell you five times? Excuse me, sir. These are the sides they have. Mashed potato. (laughs) But. At the KFC. At the KFC. But if we did not hear her, she's speaking. First of all, we are foreigners. Second of all, you're speaking well. And you can tell we're foreigners. But, I mean, you know. And so then she asked me what I want. I said, I'd like a two-piece start with mashed potatoes and a drink. And she said, I said, we don't have. <laughs> and I had to, like, pause. Now, they're in front of us. Right. So I had to go into intervention mode. And I was trying to call Brian down while uh, Derek was trying to call Desmond down. Because I was good. Now, mind you, Desmond, I'm all upset. My ass, my slow math taking ass, I can't figure out... <laughs>
get everything together. And we weren't rude. I mean, we just didn't at hear all. you. At all. That's all yeah. it was. We just did not hear you clearly because you're you mumbling like you too. By the time I got to the register, the girl left. Yeah, but on break, she had that way. She had had enough. Left. But, but, but it ain't it ain't just that one location, okay? Mm-hmm. Because me and Derek went to another location. Now, thank God they did have they had a more extensive menu. Right but and they had corn on the cob and they had mashed potatoes, but they only had red soda to drink. There was no option, none. <laughs> so how do you run out of everything? <laughs> right. It's at the start of the shift, but you ain't got nothing. You already behind. They weren't prepared at all. Okay. I was like, they about to go out of chicken. <laughs> right. It was, it was a huge line of people. And it was like 11 o'clock. There was a lot of people coming in and out the door, as well as in the drive-thru. Now, I will say thank God for the pharmacy that we found that was not too far yeah, from, thank the, Lord. from the house. And and the Chinese carry-out. Chinese carry-out. Did, did I get oh. to speak to um, a Chinese Trinidadian? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because they... Well, but when they wouldn't let us pay with a card at the uh, um, corner mark. One of the things I, I let, me, let, me tell you, let, me, let me tell you something. That total check our bag. Let me tell you something. I'm on our ID. That's what it was. They she asked ID me for my password. The whole time, kid you not, Desmond, I, I, I have used my card. Mind you, you know I don't like carrying cash, and even though we carry TT just for the right. ride stuff and stuff like so I used my card from the time we touched down until the time I left. And there was only one time I was ever asked to see my passport. And that was when I went to the little neighborhood, little grocery right. mart uh-huh. run by. Wong. Right. Oh, Wong. 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 Right there on the corner. Right at the corner. Okay. Okay. Now I got TT. Or I got my card. It don't matter if I'm paying. Now, I've got bags in my hand. I'm just walking. I just pharmacy. came from the pharmacy. Here I receive from the pharmacy. Receipt and everything. Then all of a sudden, all the machines don't work now. You know what? <laughs> this is what this... Oh, oh, God, I want to call her something. <laughs> okay. We done argue with her at the front. Now, all the machines don't work. It just went down. Girl, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to yank her. I, 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 I wanted to yank her up. But, but it's okay. Yeah. So to your point, we did meet some Asian trainees. Yeah. One of the things that um, I love you were speaking to earlier, just the different shades of brown. Uh, I remember the first time I went into a a, Trini, uh, a Chinese carryout. In my mind, I knew I was in Trinidad. Right. Mm-hmm. But what I expected to hear was what I would hear here in the states. Okay. <laughs> And she opened her mouth and spoke with a Trini accent, and I was just standing there. Yeah. And she was looking at me like, what's wrong? What's, what's the problem? Right. <laughs> right. We diamond still. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Like, you know, I Trini, you know. Um, but it was, it was just neat to see that. Same thing with a lot of the Indian Trinidadians there. Right. The, oh, my the God. The white Trini. Toboggan, right? Uh, t- Tobagonian. Okay, yeah. get it right for me. Give me, yeah. give me together. But yeah. say it again. Tobagonian. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Them, yeah. them are, them, them are some beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, ye
beautiful. I, that's where I really wanted us to go, but we would have had to. That, right. that would have been a whole day trip that yeah. we didn't have time. But well, I heard the next time, beautiful. we'll just have to, we'll have to make factor sure. that right on in. This one already said he ain't doing this one already said he ain't doing it again. What? He no, said he'll go, but he ain't going to. You cannot go to Trinidad and not do carnival. Mm-hmm. I'll see y'all at the stadium when y'all come through. <laughs> hey. How are y'all? Uh, my big floppy hat on. You should have my ice chest. I'm not walking four, five miles. Uh-uh. Right. It is. From, you literally are walking from like 7 a.m. to like 6 p.m. To 6 p.m. Yeah. Just chipping. Maybe I'm playing. Right. They are chipping. Chipping. No. We dancing. We dancing. We chipping. We dancing. We ain't chipping. I'll see y'all when y'all get to Savannah Park. All right. That's what the stadium is, Savannah Park. All right. They're my people right there. Remember I was telling you about that two hours ago? Right. They finally made it. They here now. Two hours ago. Two hours ago. When I got here. Yeah. yeah, it was it was a lot. I would do it. I would dance every other year. I can't do it every, every year. Oh no, man! You gotta work up to that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like a marathon. You gotta train. Totally like, it, it is. It, it really is. It's a marathon. Really, like, it's a marathon. It felt like the race is not given to the swift. The race is not given to the swift. Okay, and it reminded us of the weekend that we would go play in tournaments. Yeah, that's what it felt like. We played six games in two days. That is exactly what it felt like. Yeah, yeah. over there during that time, but 
Well, I felt like it was good that, you know, I was over there with people that, you know, people think I'm tall. I'm like, you know, I'm over there with right. people that's taller than me, bigger than me. So I felt like, okay, yeah. I'm good. Okay. So how about the Blue Ridge Fest? Okay, let's talk about our first night. <laughs> but that wasn't right. Blue Ridge Fat, though, first night. First night we got off the plane, where did we go? We went set them back down, and we went to the uh, to the block party. That's Blue Ridge. That's Blue Ridge. That's the Blue Ridge Fat. Was it? Yeah. yeah, thank you. Now that you're back. That was okay. Right. Welcome to the conversation. That was the Blue Ridge Fat that we walked the Green Mile yes. to get to. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, I call it the damn Diego Martin fence. No, no, it's the Diego. It is, it is, I know I'm just saying, it's, but it's, 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 it's Blue Ray. That walk, okay, that's what got me jacked up because that yeah. walk. Yes. Well, the, the driver told you wasn't part of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that's not far in their tent. Okay, you got to understand when they say stuff like that. You got to put it in American terms. Okay, in American terms, no, 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 no. They said from where y'all say you can walk there. Oh, okay. That was in country miles. Mind you, we could hear the music. Yeah, but it didn't feel like we were getting no closer. Yeah. The way that the roads and the streets and the neighborhoods are. You cut through. You can't cut through. You got to stay on the main road. Two minutes dead end. Grenada just to drop off the drop folks. Off. And then 
and then Port of Spain. And we had to go through customs in every place. Yep. And mind you, there are people that are going to Canada, they're going to Carnival. Right. But it was just like. So oh, that's no. why you need a pen. I don't have shit to declare. I ain't got shit to declare. <laughs> I told you that. I declare I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> it's so funny, Bill, because I traveled with my niece, so we went down together. Um, and every, so we, we, we went to Canada and then to um, Trinidad. And so every time they see we're going to Trinidad, so y'all, y'all got all these bags, and y'all ain't got nothing to declare. Y'all going to go see family? Yes. Yeah. And we don't have nothing to declare, like nothing. Well, what was interesting was when we was in um, the airport going down, and maybe we were in Barbados. I think it was. Uh, Remember the lady that they pulled that camouflage? Um, um, yeah. Get yeah. Out of yeah. Her bag. It's against the law. Right. Okay, we're but we didn't know that until we talked to y'all later. Right. But they, yeah, they went right yeah. on their bag and choo. Yeah. Oh, no, only only the um, the police and like military can wear camouflage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they see you with it on, you can get in a lot of trouble. Oh. Yeah. 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 Don't bring it. Don't take it. If you got luggage that looks like it, don't take see, that's, it. That's why it's good to know somebody that already lives there yeah. <laughs> or has been there and knows all that stuff. That's, that's one they, thing. That's again, one thing about, about their. I appreciate about the police. I mean, you know, we all have issues with our um, police, whatever, but they play zero games, like, at all. If they tell you, come here, you better turn around and <laughs> go. I mean, it's, it's a different, it's different, but um, but they're, they're police. They they play no games with you. And they carry them batons and they use them without Okay. <laughs> well, we weren't trying to find out. Okay. Yeah. But, but I thought it was funny though because I had walked down. Um, I forgot I had walked down. I guess back down there to the um, to to Wong. Yeah. Uh huh. went about. <laughs> but this time I had CT on me, so I don't uh, know why. And, uh, uh-huh. But somebody actually stopped me and asked me for directions. Okay. No. Oh. Just somebody driving. Oh, I had somebody ask me that too when I, I took like, that long country mile walk. I was like, oh, you Stop me asking me directions. I look like I'm from here. Yeah, I had a lady ask me too, and I'm and I'm not. I, but I knew he asked me where KFC was. I knew where that was. At. So I was there, actually yeah. able to tell him where it was at. We should talk that later after what Subway was. And she was coming. That's because you don't want to talk to nobody. But I don't talk to people. Exactly. Yeah, so if we, so if right. So I'm the one only time I do. To ask the only the time I talk to somebody is because y'all just can't talk to people. map on me. <laughs> I was going to have my freak map. 
I said, you trying to look just like the Tory Lanez. He took it from Andy. See? And didn't give it back. He did not give it back. I was like, who fool really is serious about the street map? I was serious about that street map. Only to realize how much of a meltdown this thing was happening. I was like, see? And I just was careful. But, but, hold on. When I had the meltdown. But when I had the meltdown, where was the street map? Not in possession. It was back in Digo. Right. That's why I had the meltdown. That ain't why you had the meltdown. That ain't why you had the meltdown. Tell the truth. That ain't why you had the meltdown. I was like, Lord, we're going to no, die. The meltdown was about to happen tonight. Was it the night before? Two nights before. We couldn't get into a bar because somebody had on a tank top. Oh. Now, we yes. are all we are ready. ready. We are ready. ready. Hold on. Because we have to make this point very clear because it was not either one of the Americans. It was Americans. not either one of the Americans, no. although I was dressed provocatively. Oh, yeah, whatever yeah, that term over there. But... I could get in. Uh, Nobody, you can shake your ass all over all everybody. Over and, and, and basically all over everywhere. Well, don't have on the same top at certain, at certain bars. Right. In this, it's uh, 86 degrees at, <laughs> at 
and she wasn't. She wasn't bad looking. Okay, there you go. Because I was trying to figure out what she word I want to say looking. and not be mean. Like right? Said, she was mm-hmm. Amber Rose-ish. Yeah. I, I was calling her Rose Petal Flower. She, yeah. So she got up she on was like Amber Rose, but she was Rose Petal Flower. Mm-hmm. So she went up into one of she the had bars. She a crop dude. She had a short dude like Amber. She got up on the second level of this and, bar. And they had a little Where everybody out on the block where I was twerking. Okay. And then she had, the DJ was out there playing the music. And then she wanted to get out there and, and start doing yoga pose. Yeah. She got down on all fours. Got got on all she was all trying to do all provocative moves. Trying to get people to sniff it. People got to look up for a hot second. About 10 seconds later, it seems like she disappeared. All right. But all right. Get your white ass down from there. Uh, show's over. Just turn it Right. We jam it still. We jam it still. Right. Right. We jam it still. It was. It was quite, quite, quite interesting. Quite interesting. So, you know, but while we were here, while we were there enjoying this was that some seven days, some of us a little bit longer. Right. You know, some of us got there a little bit earlier. You know, um, here in the states, you know, we got we, we had a lot of stuff going on. Um, it's, it's interesting you say that because the whole time we were there, I did not once give any thought to all the nonsense. You know, right. I, I have to admit that I was yeah. very disconnected. I was very. Too. I came very, back like what? I was like, very, like what happened? <laughs> like I was right. very disconnected from what we're so accustomed to being. Yeah. Here. One, their internet, they own three <laughs> not four. Two G. Two G. Yeah, really? Yeah. And when we were saying it was one G. <laughs> Thank you. Right. We were getting yeah. hardly no hardly no service. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. even a text message was taking it was minutes while. to go through. So right. 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 So just know. You need yeah. to, they have, see, they spend more money because they had, yeah. remember I kept saying, I should have got that little $40 book package. Yeah. Phone chips. And then I would have been good. But but to his point, we were very disconnected. And like when we came, we were on our way back. That's when everybody was coming on the Remy Milo, uh Nicki Minaj battle. We didn't even hear oh, nothing. the song. Nothing. Didn't even hear yeah. the song. I was in New Orleans. Right. With no reception. With no reception. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, so yeah, I felt yeah, I was kind of disconnected. Uh, for me it was good because much I felt I feel like all the Trump sessions, all the nonsense, crazy folks that he has in office, um, it, it kind of was beginning to take us whole, like a mental toll on me a little bit. Oh, it, had. it was like perfect timing to kind of get away and just kind of get a break from all the nonsense and all the drama. Um, yeah, I, I would agree with you, Dana, because I would say even going back further than just you know right before, like for me, I know. To be quite honest, I the the frustration of even just the election cycle, mm-hmm. um, and and people can say what they want to say, and I, I respect people on on all sides. I mean, people are going to be people, you know. But <clears throat> don't call yourself religious. Don't call yourself, uh, you know, a, especially Christian, especially from. Uh, Racist types groups and stuff of that nature, right? Um, don't tell me that you love people, right? Even if it's your own group, right? And and 
uh, I'm trying so hard to be so nice about this, but like, <laughs> like I've been borderline angry through the election cycle mm-hmm. because I have been telling, and you all have heard me talking nauseam for years because you all know me for that long, and I've told many other people that talk to me, anybody that will listen pretty much because you know I don't really keep my thoughts to myself like that, but to have the country represented by someone who is so divisive really shows the quote-unquote growth that has been made in this country, right. which means very little. And I've been telling people that for years, way before President Obama got elected and all those types of things. And, it's, and, it, and it shows full well in even this first short time period that he's been in office, what matters in this country. It's not even about policy and everything. You, if you have a sane mind, okay, and I ain't even going into the whole race issue, but if you have a sane mind, how you could possibly put somebody in there like that and say that you are a country that is trying to represent everyone? Ha. Okay. Ha. You know, that, that, that was a slap in the face across the board to a whole lot of people, including white people. Yeah. Okay, so I'm not leaving them out as well. But the thing that bothers me about this is this is a cycle that keeps happening all the time. We keep doing the same stuff, right? So then how, how smart are they or how dumb is everybody who keeps doing this? That's, that's my question, you know, and I know some people think that's harsh when you say stuff like that, but if you can clearly see the result of certain people's actions never profit but a certain small percentage of the group, why do you continue to elect those people to represent you? And then you get mad when they fuck you over, over and over and over again. So who's the dumber one, right? You for continuing to vote for their asses. And I will be honest, there is one thing that Trump has said in all of the time, and you all know that I try to stay as up on all this stuff as possible because that's just my thing. He said one thing that I agree with, and that's term limits. Uh, yeah, because there's a whole lot of them that's up in Congress, both uh, representatives and uh, senators, that need to be gone. I agree with that. I, absolutely. You put a term limit on the highest uh, office in the land. You know what I'm saying? Two, two terms for you need to make a two term limit for everybody else then. Some of them have some of them people. So, who, so you want to tell me about progress? I mean, and I'll call out some of them. McCain, McConnell. I, uh, tell me what have you done in the 40, 50 years that you've been in there, but continue to screw the American people over. Period. You ain't working for me. Ain't nobody ever tapped on my door and said, "Hey, Brian, what you think about this? What you think about that? How you want me to spend your tax money?" No, you ain't done it. And again, I always say this. As little as they work, if you or I, as least amount of days as they do, we would be fired. We would have a pink slip. Right. But to your point, I do agree. They ain't working for the American people. But I feel like it needs to be, we really need to, it's our local politicians to really affect most of our change. Exactly. Um, And I've always felt that way. I've always felt like there should be term limits for these judges that sit on the bench where the law has passed them by 50 years ago. And they're still uh, convicting folks based on an old statute. And, and they just don't apply 
to where we are today. So I just feel like, yeah, to, to your point there, there should be term limits, especially at the state and local government level. I mean, definitely. But, but I mean, again, I can't fault him per se because he's always said the same kind of rhetoric. Oh, yeah, I'm not what I, what I am What I find the most intriguing is how well the Republican Party convinced their people uh, of all of the Obama initiative about how bad they think they are. And let me tell you something. And they're, they're, like the man from Kentucky who didn't even know the difference between the Affordable Care Act and Obamacare. You know, that just, it just, which is why Pence went to Kentucky to sell the American Health Care Act to them. You know what I'm saying? So so it'll be, it'll be really, really interesting. Man, they are cutting all the programs. And if you, oh they are cutting God. all the programs that help anybody that has a, a need, period. And, and, and mind you, if you look at the pie chart, see, this is where they try to get people. All these social programs that we're paying for, man, that is the smallest percentage of money that this government pays for is social programs. So get that through your thick head people who think that minorities are sucking the government dry. It ain't true. And the information is public. If you go do your research, you'll find it out mm-hmm. that most of our money is spent on defense. Agreed. So let's keep that. that little, you know, throw that out the window. See, it ain't even about the money, but then you want to cut the little money that you are giving to the people. Mm-hmm. So you better go fight a war than take care of your people at home. Yeah, and I read somewhere, I don't remember where it was, that if Melania had decided to stay in the White House for six days, just six <clears throat> days out of the year, the amount of money spent on security would cover meals on wheels. <laughs> so let me tell you, when he travels to Florida, they shut down the airport there because he's the president. So they shut down all the business. And so you know how many, how much money that is each time, and he's doing this quite frequently. Mm-hmm. But we're paying for that, right? But again, until we can energize our base of people. Yeah. On a local level. On a local level, change is not going to happen. But maybe this might be a good thing for America. Mm-hmm. Actually, I, 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 I think, I think this thing. might be a good thing for America. Mm-hmm. Specifically, in terms of how they, how people view you. Because mm-hmm. I think at, there's a point where most of us have forgotten. Fell into the sense of security. Right, exactly. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so you, I feel like you always need to have your Always need to be ready for the next thing. You need to be looking five years down the road. I, know I, think, I do think, and I thank God for the Obama era, um, but I think it also, in some degree, mentally set people coming back in that they let their guard down. Um, you know, oh, we have a black president. Oh, we're good. You know, uh, and I think some people were still aware, yes. Yes, we do have a black president, but we, we, this still is not like a, we're not a post-racial society. Right. Um, but I think what it did was it gave us a level of comfort that um, so I, that, that kind of allowed us to kind of let our guard down a little bit. I get that, but I, I think I don't understand that level. I don't either. I don't, I don't, because I don't of how they treated the man, like the first, I mean, but, when he was first elected, you went in, in a process to try to obstruct everything he did from the very beginning, True. and you were like open with that. True, but but you have people who 
you know, oh, we got a black president, check, I can check it off for this, I'm done. Like, they're not involved in the day-to-day news of, you know, you know, people jumping off the plane in his face, you know, and all that kind of nonsense. He's, you know, he's giving his address and he's called a liar. Flat out. They're not, they're not, all of that don't even mean that. We got a black president in office, we're good. And I think that's where a lot of people who may not be as politically savvy, I don't claim to be the, you know, the most knowledgeable about politics. But what I have done is made myself, particularly during President Obama's um, his tenure, more aware of what is going on at the ground level, like from Congress all the way down to my, my local jurisdiction where I live, like just becoming more aware and more knowledgeable of what people are doing and how it impacts and kind of kind of matriculates up, so to speak, into how it affects us on the federal level. But I think a lot of people aren't taking the time to do that. And I think when we, when President Obama became elected, it was just like, check, we're good. But that is not necessarily the case. If anything, we should be even more vigilant because of the nonsense that the Republicans made very clear from the very beginning that they were going to try to block any and everything that he did. And so now that we have President, well, I don't know what to call him, but Trump um, in office, I'm, I'm almost, as, as, as Derek was saying, I think it's a good thing because now we're back at that sense of urgency where we feel like, okay, it's not what we thought it was, and we need to get back on our P's and Q's, and we need to become more knowledgeable, we need to find the young Jesse Jacksons and the Congress has already been set by the number of folks that are in that are going to support that person. 
think there should be a balance of the parties. I don't feel like we should have an all democratic Congress either. Right. I think that we there should be a balance of that. I think if the House if the House is, is one way the Senate needs to be opted or if the Senate is one way the House you know, I feel I feel definitely I feel in, in that respect. But again, we have to energize our people locally to where that stuff matters. You know, and specifically for those folks <clears throat> who work in healthcare <clears throat> across the uh, across the room. <clears throat> um, they will see the immediate impact yeah. of what could happen if the replace and repeal is done. You know, they're going to see that immediately at health plans and in hospitals. Education. Education. Betsy DeVos ain't set foot that's, in a classroom. That's crazy. She never set foot in a classroom. We didn't know what the relevance of having an HBCU was. Not, I didn't even go to an HBCU, girl. <laughs> She don't even understand the relevance of why when, when you, when you just saw because that's white privilege, honey. That you, because you didn't have to go exactly. to a to a HBCU. Right. If your ass had to go to one, you'd understand. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not even in education. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And also, what the Department of Education is when she starts cutting cutting plans, there go your meals. Yep. When she starts it's cutting already, money, it's already happening. When they start cutting Medicaid, Medicaid they is going to stop paying for those before those meals yeah. and after school meals because that's Medicaid that comes to their pay. This is the result of people thinking that that wonderful whatever. And it was I, I, there's nothing that he said that would have that I, I listen. I feel like I'm a, a moderately intelligent person, right? And I can comprehend what somebody says out of their mouth. And there was nothing that he nothing. said out of his mouth nothing. that would have motivated me on any level to vote for him unless I was rich. And it's, it's interesting. To, what was interesting for me once the election results and everything occurred um, was to see some of my – I'm the only person of color in my building. So it was interesting for me to see – the re- uh, I'm not sure if it's been crazy, but their reaction to me, like like how we interact, like uh, it was almost as if they were walking in nation, like around me, because they and, and to me it was just, it was just like I make you go to phone. It is like, <laughs> right. right, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, trying to hide it. Well, I mean, somebody actually told me they were like, well, well, I didn't know it. They came out so right. I was like. How you feel about people kicking folks off of their uh, social media because they voted? Mm-hmm. I think that's too good. I'm not. I, I have people that I went to high school with. Now, I'm going to be honest. With you. They piss me off sometimes. They say little dumb shit. But for me, it was what happened to you from high school to now? Because I knew you when you were in high school. I know how you grew up, not with the silver spoon in your mouth. And for you to say that you can fully support an individual who you name the the you name it he's against it pretty much um that you can fully support this person and be completely okay with that um so for me it's because part of the reason is i don't know what the hell they're thinking anyway like i don't know what the other side is thinking i don't know what kind of just for me just to be knowledgeable but i don't necessarily unless somebody somebody has to be downright like straight up 
ignorant and like like coming at me on social media and I'm trying to keep my job so I don't want to say that on social media that's gonna cause me to lose my job because they don't pick the phone up and call you. But um, <laughs> but if it's you know just them expressing themselves, I have I have a few college um, college teammates I play ball with. Um, they voted for him. They're in full support of him. Um, one of which I was very close to in college, but I never did the least. And he said some. He was a little bit of an asshole anyway, but but he said some pretty like just asinine things, and I would be like, really? Like you know, just kind of like DM him and be like. So my really? thing is, if you are like like many of these rich people, right, who vote for their own personal interest, right? I get that. Like I get it. I, I'm not so it's again like when I was saying that like. Stuff that goes in this country, it happens in other countries and everything. People that with power never want to give up power. People with money, they have money, they never want to give it up. And they're going to try to devise ways to, you know, keep their money. And that's why you get laws and policies that benefit them versus, you know, because, and they've had longer to play the game, right? So my thing is, and I'm not saying that they can't, but for anybody that thinks that doesn't, that falls under that threshold, they're voting for somebody that has that. Is, is they're going to now have this change in mentality that you're going to all of a sudden think about the people and the needs of the people when you don't even understand what my needs are because you either haven't had to walk them in so long that you've forgotten or you never had to, right? Well, Why do you think that those people know how to govern you or to give you what you need? They don't, and they don't care, just like Trump. And, and the proof is in the pudding, right? Right? It's action. So people can argue, oh, oh, they care. No, they don't because their actions show that they don't. And his actions in his first few days in office are showing that he doesn't care about the American people. And I'm talking about the majority of American people. Right? Because all of his things are going to benefit the rich. And nothing that he's done, nothing that he has done that is going to help the middle class or the poor in this country at all. So for somebody to sit there, regardless of what policy it is, to sit there and try to say, otherwise, you're lying to yourself. And maybe you have your own personal motivation behind that, and that's fine. But don't sit there and try to lie and try to make me make you think I'm uh, uh, not intelligent because I can see that this man don't care. But again, you have to have a balanced government that can pull people like that off the ledge. If you don't have a balanced government that can pull people off the list to make them say, hey, you've got to consider the other side of this, and which that's is why it's dangerous to have a government control or party running an entire government, that, that's very dangerous. Now, I'll have to admit, I grew up as a moderate Democrat. I grew up in Texas where most of the people I knew grew up as Republicans. You know what I'm saying? And, but I can definitely understand those individuals who represent my specific area of concern. Well, I'm Democrat in the state of Missouri. Democrat or Republican. But what I'm saying here is everybody is not as learned as the people sitting in this room. Well, that's true. Okay. Very true. So it's hard for people who are not learned to understand the difference between the two. And so it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't people don't pay attention until it impacts their community. Until it impacts unfortunately, their community, unfortunately, it does not, they don't. It does not matter until it impacts their community, which is why so many white people are now Man. getting into substance abuse and addiction services now. Because guess what? Drugs have infiltrated the suburbs. 
you think it was an inner city problem. No, the problem is now in the suburbs with, with the white kids who have money to go get drugs. Well, they've always had the problem. It, it, it's always been there. Yeah. So, you know, also now there's a big concern. It's an epidemic. Right. You know, right. because people of other communities illness. and illness are being affected. Just like people of color and disproportionate communities, they have gone without insurance forever. Pretty much. When your ass was younger and you got hurt, you know what your mommy used to tell you to do? Go let that ass take a nap. Give you your aspirin. <laughs> Give you some Dr. Tishner. <laughs> Hell, I grew up with Campo Panique underneath the thing. Yes. So don't tell me about healthcare. I don't even remember seeing a damn doctor. Yes. <laughs> Castor oil. Castor oil on that shit. Remember the moment that you put that, that olive oil or whatever yeah, oil in your ear with your hair, with your ear plugged up. So people have gone without health insurance for years. Years. They said that. And people in the community, they, they know what it's like. You know who don't know what it's like? People that don't look like folks sitting in this room. Well, yeah. And those are the 10 million people they're talking about. They ain't talking about you people here. <laughs> they're talking about the people that got on the expansion because of Obamacare. Yeah. Those are the people that they're kicking off. Now the Republicans are now realizing you just can't come in here and overturn the law. Thank you. Thank Your ass coming in here talking about you're going to overturn the law. And now you're doing the same damn thing. Yeah. That's the now, contradiction of it. That's the contradiction. The only thing I will get a Republican credit for, and I don't own a business, but if I own the business, it'd be a concern for me, is can I get a tax credit, tax credit yeah. for paying out this much in insurance claims to my employees? Right, right. I, I get that. Yeah. yeah. I, I get that. Because most people work in small business. They don't work in Fortune 5. That's true. Yeah. Where they where their employer pays 80% of their health insurance coverage and mm-hmm. can afford to do that. If you're a business owner, that's a huge liability and expense. It wasn't until, what's the white guy's name who did the uh, documentary on McDonald's? Remember when he, uh, when he did the documentary on McDonald's and got hurt and had to go to the, ho- and had to go to the oh. hospital? Did y'all watch that documentary? You need to watch that. It was really good. It was right before Obamacare came yeah. in. He went, all he ate was McDonald's. Mm. That's all he ate in this documentary. He did like for like nine or ten months. And in that nine or ten months, he actually got hurt. And had to go to the hospital. He didn't have a job, wasn't working, so he incurred, of course, the bills at the hospital. And all he ate was McDonald's. And he talked about had he been able to get on Medicaid, he would have been able to sustain his way of living. But at that time, Obamacare wasn't in yet. It was a really good documentary. You have to watch mm-hmm. it. I will definitely. And it talked about it talked about the and, and he's white. He he was white. He talked about when you're poor, you're poor with everybody else. That was the thing that I took away from it. He opened up people's eyes and was like, this motherfucker was poor. He was one of the poor people who didn't have insurance. He didn't. And so that was what was so interesting about the documentary was because you saw it from their perspective. Mm -hmm. People of color already knew that story. They know that story. Every, every day. So, you know, in, in terms of, you know, of that, I just think with, with what they're learning, and now if you watch the news, because I watch Fox.
I need to know the other side. Thank you. Yeah, I watch Fox News. I do because I, I want to know. know. I want to know. know. Everybody always talks about MSNBC and CNN. Uh-uh. I watch Fox. I need to know exactly what they're thinking. I need to know. Oh, I ain't gonna watch it every day. I might not watch it every day. I will not watch it. I can't because I just, you know, yeah, I just. And you, you know, I don't, I don't work with that many people that are not, that are not black. There's a few non-black people that I do work with. They are so shocked when I tell them what news I watch. <clears throat> oh my God! Now like, I read the article. I was like, mm-hmm. I just can't listen to it. Now I'll read all the stuff. Like I'll read. I'll, no, I'll read the article. Like the subject, you know, there they'll put it. I read the articles. I just can't listen to it audibly because some of them, some I just can't stomach listening to them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I mean, you know, hey, I get why you're saying that. You should, you should know what, what the other side is. Yeah, I started watching how they're during the first Obama administration. Well, when actually, they when they wouldn't call him president, I, I used to. Well, they never did. But they did. No, they did even in the second term. The person Most of the first them still time. would say Obama, and I still hear people say Obama. They've never given him the respect of saying President Obama. So you know that, I, that I'm not going to give this one any respect because you don't respect anybody anyway. So I'm not going to call you president now. But you know, you got to earn that, mm-hmm. and regardless of what people's philosophy is. There are some numbers that are out there that clearly show that the nation is better off now at the close of eight years of an Obama uh, administration, right? Because it wasn't just him, his administration, than where we were when he took it over. Mm-hmm. So people can argue policy and all that type of stuff. They can hate him, whatever. And all through all the obstruction that they put in front of this man and his administration, he was still able to dig us out of the ditch and some mess and put us in, in a place where we hadn't been in a quite a long time. I just feel like now. So, you know, and then you just want to tear that apart. Now, what, what kind of sense does that make? What kind of sense does, does that say that that makes for you as a Republican? You can, and I get it. You can have your view. But if your view tears shit up, doesn't that click, register something in you to think that maybe you need to change your view no. or to alter it or adjust it just a little bit? Yeah, I'm with you feel you. what I'm saying? I'm here. I'm kind of like. I'm all for you believe in a certain way, but come on now, we hit a threshold where your stuff starts interfering with everybody else, and that's when I think you cross the line. I feel like Whoopi, and sometimes when when I watch the view with her, sometimes. Like when people come out about Donald Trump and you know his policies and stuff, Whoopi kind of brought it to brought it to me really good. She was just like, "Where was all y'all at during the primary mm-hmm. when well, he I was running?" Gosh, I've been. You know what I'm saying? She was just like, "Where was all of this in the primary?" What that were people saying? They it's not to the degree that mm-hmm. folks are saying it now, and that's and that's why I agree with Whoopi. I'm like I'm with you, Whoopi. Like yeah, we needed to hear this in the primary. Folks needed to hear this, but clearly it didn't matter, right? But I think the problem on the other side of the coin with the other party was they did not get their people out to vote. 
I'm thinking he didn't win by no landslide. No, no, no. At all. Just matter of fact, matter of fact, he, he didn't. Well, he I didn't win the popular vote. I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. 
and they didn't know they were coming. Yeah. So for me, I think it was just being there with you guys and just kind of experiencing it. Yeah. Just, you know, being able to laugh and able to joke. And I think, yeah. So for me, I think that was my best experience. I think I agree with you. A best experience was being with you guys, enjoying it, being in the moment. Um, my least favorite experience. At one point during Carnival Tuesday, after we had marched for six hours, toward the end, I got nauseous, um, and then I had to use the bathroom really, really, really bad. And I ain't talking about standing in a tree bathroom. I'm talking like I was so irregular. Yeah, I will. Yeah, go Squad. Got to go, and I got to sit down. Yeah, you went in, 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 in the. You went in the, in the outhouse, wasn't it? Did you go to the outhouse? No. Or did you hold it until we got. No, we. Did you went. Did I go to the pizza place? No. Where did I end up going? Which day was it? Carnival Tuesday. Carnival Tuesday. Because I was not going to make it to Rest Left. I don't know where you went. I, don't, I forgot where I was. But all of our systems was off. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like that's because somebody asked me that at work and I was like, that's 
that's what made and then being there with people I knew and also being able to experience like how people really live, mm-hmm. you know, and then um uh, whatchamacallit's 18th birthday oh, party. Oh, oh my god, her 18th birthday party. So kind of experience how you know how they kind of do a little celebration for that. You know, so that was all that that to me what made it I'll what made you, it I, um the best. I know? tell you what, remember that night of um with Juve when we went out on the corner and old boy was out there smoking with his bottle of Syrah <laughs> and then walked down that alley when we were something and, we and then the next thing we know Everybody came yeah. out to these alleys and shit. We was like, did he go get a pot? By the way, did he go get all these motherfuckers? Yeah. <laughs> we were like, you know, we need to get ready for some food. Right? And he was like, oh, just follow me. Just follow me. And then he started yeah. drifting away, and then he just went down. And went down. And I was like, we're not about to fall down that road. Right, so we went to where he said we got something to eat. We turned around. People was coming from everywhere. But now it was a Juvet. Right. But we, we was like, well, wait a minute. They came out. Them motherfuckers coming out to the motherfuckers. one-room shanties and shit. Coming out there talking to these Americans out here spending money. He went to that back alley. He's all complete stop. I'm like, oh, no. Not about to. No. Yeah, so that that was, um, I think probably the least favorite was the, the moments where we didn't, you know, get good customers. Yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was probably the least. Then, and the, that food from those places was <laughs> not that KFC, um, you know. But uh, <laughs> but you know we get that bad type of customer service over here as well. I must say, you do, you do. Um, it was it was just surprising that it was just like it seems to be every American franchise we went to, there was like a history. Child, when we tried to get that sandwich cut in half, as well. No. You pay for it, girl. And I told her, I said, you don't just cut that damn sandwich in half. I want yeah. two six inches. They're the same one. So just make it in a foot long and then man. cut the damn thing in half because we're getting different toppings. <laughs> she wanted to give me a fit about that. Oh, my God. As if we wasn't paying for it. <laughs> oh, you're going to pay for it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> T.T. Yeah. It was, it was interesting. Yeah, um, I definitely think for me that was Cause I, cause I had my little UPS experience here the other day. Oh my. Yeah. And I think I'm pretty mild. Oh, she is mean. You're intense ass. Oh. Okay, so I'm intense at certain things. Yes, you are. You're intense ass. At certain things. But for the most part, I'm pretty mild man. I just, you know, kind of go with the flow. Now I will say he did try to be mild for a very brief moment. So I had a package delivered. Multiple packages for other people. UPS just calls up, say we got a package, come down, sign for it, boop, boop, right? So all of a sudden, on this one particular day, the driver decides to deliver packages, and although the address is correct, he decides to take mine back because it didn't have a suite number on it. So, already had the paid expedited, right? to have it expedited. We already missed a day because of the snow. So now I have to miss another day. So I'm going on three days late. So I said, okay. I was actually not going to call customer service. My coworker was just go home, just relax. You'll get the package tomorrow, right? 
But this is something to say, call customer service. So I call customer service, right? And the lady on the phone, she's actually she's decent. She ain't give, you know, I told her the story. She said, okay, well, I need to call You got to give me about an hour. They will call you back, and I'm going to have them, and correct me if I'm not wrong, I'm going to have them deliver the package to you tonight at your house. Okay, so I'm feeling pretty good about this at this point, right? Minor little mix-up. I'll still get my package, right? So I come on home. About an hour later, get the phone call from Bonquisha, who don't like her job. So, you know, I say, well, okay. She tells me that they have the package. Now, mind you, the security officers in my building, they see packages go in and they see what goes out because he went through the loading dock, right? They said that he walked out with no packages in hand. <laughs> so what that means is that you drove back and you picked the package up mm-hmm. and then took it back to the substation. Number on it. I said, Oh, I said, So when did you all stop delivering to a, an address because it doesn't have a sweet number on it? Well, yours was the only one that didn't have a sweet number on it. I said, But ma'am, it went to the right address. That's the building that I work in. <laughs> well, the driver's not technically obligated to uh, call you or whatever. I said, But they took the other packages upstairs. So if you want to go through the effort of taking the packages upstairs, why don't you just Make the phone call to my cell number, which was on the paperwork and on the box, right? So Bonquisha, whatever her name was, and I'm saying Bonquisha very, very sarcastically right. because that's how she was, that's the attitude that she was giving me. And so I was like, well, it's also late, so I should get a refund. I paid for it to get here on Tuesday, and now, you know, so am I going to get a refund? Oh, no, 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 we don't give a refund. Um, well, let me speak to the manager. Well, there's no need for you to speak to the manager because you're not going to give me a anyway. Oh, you're no, you're no good to me right now. Bye. Boom. I just ended that call, right? Mind you, I think why well, I say I'm still doing that because I think some of those things right there that we kind of, the, you know, the and then the woman cutting in front of me and custom thinking that I didn't notice she cut in front of me. Woman, you have five bags. You don't think that I don't remember that the person that was in front of me was a white woman? with a uh, Norwegian accent. Now you're an African-American woman with five bags and she only had one. You don't think I knew the difference if you trying to slip your fat ass in front of me? Excuse me. I'm sorry, I just had to say that because she just irritated me. And then I actually told her, I said, what, what did, you, did you not see the rest of the line? Oh, well, you know, I just didn't. No, that's not the question I asked you. Are you gonna, yes, are you gonna acknowledge that you just cut in front of me? And then think I'm not supposed to say anything about it. I don't care if you are a woman. You know, right is right, wrong is wrong. Which is why I was in the predicament that I was in. Why. Because I'm sitting here holding his right. bag. Too. <laughs> oh, it's on the way back. Yes, it's on the way. No, 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 no it's on the way. This is on the way down. This is on the way down. Because remember, he had to go somewhere else on the way back. So anyway, anyway, so get back to UPS. Yeah. So I so I call this man. I go. I said I'm gonna call customer service back, and I'm going to immediately ask for a manager because that's what I need to speak to. So I, one guy answered the phone. And I said, "Listen, I don't want to go through this runaround. 
I, he looked at my thing, you know, I and started telling, I, I don't, listen, I just need to go straight to the manager because you're going to give me the canned story. I don't want to hear it. So he did. He got on the phone. He said, give me a couple of minutes. and got the manager on the phone. So I get the manager on the phone, and I said, I, I, before you even start your little field, don't give me that. I said, please don't insult my intelligence. I said, so there's two questions that you can answer for me on this phone, and that's it. I don't want to discuss anything else. So the first is I want you to show me in UPS's policy where it says that you will not deliver a package to address because I have this number on. And the second question is, are you going to provide me with a refund because I'm now going into day three of not having the package after it was supposed to be there and I paid for expedited service. I said, now I am a reasonable man and I understand about the snowstorm, which it really wasn't because it was pretty clear. You all could have still delivered it, but I'll give you that one day. I still would like a refund for the fact that it's late and you are not going to be able to show me where this is at. So he said, well, let me hold on for a minute and I'll try. And I said, <laughs> I said, well, why are you, because he wanted to put me on hold. I said, no, 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 no. I said, well, why are you looking up this policy that you're probably not going to find? I said, you're going to listen to the rest of my story. And I'm going to tell him about my two phone calls that I had and Bonquisha being ignorant. And so once I got through telling about all that running around, right? I said, so where's this policy at? Well, if you go to the website, that's not what I asked you about. No website. I've been to your website. I know what the website says. And there's no asterisk by the box that says suite apartment to require field. No shit about you don't deliver to an address because it doesn't have a suite number on it. Now, that's your website. Where's the policy? Okay. So you you can't answer that question. Good. So we're on the same. Well, it was the wrong address. How the hell did the package get to my building if it was the wrong address? It got there because the right address was on there, you idiot. So you want to continue? And I kept asking him. I said, please, stop insulting my intelligence. Did the package that get here? Well, it, the, the, on the third day, on Thursday. On the third day. Okay. Come on. on the third day. Okay. Hey. <laughs> but my, but so, so then he's going to tell me that I need to go to the shipper to ask for a refund for the car. I said, why should I ask them? Yeah. You were the one that was responsible to ship this to me. So are you going to give me a refund? Now, <laughs> the first time he said no, but Brian didn't hear it. I didn't hear it because I was still telling my story. He said no, sir, I can't do that. And Brian asked him again. Oh, and when he said no the second time. <laughs> oh, that was just I went from zero to 100. I went zero to 100 in like five seconds. Well, get the fuck out of my pocket. Oh, my God. Oh no 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 no! Because I had already cussed him a little bit. Yeah, now, I don't ever, I don't get out the way like that. It's very rare. But this, you, you, first of all, really, you don't deliver. If you don't deliver to a, an address that doesn't have a sweet number, you wouldn't deliver hardly anything at all ever. Don't play me for stupid, <laughs> okay? And then when I call you on it. But okay. it wasn't him. He shouldn't have went off on him. He shouldn't have went off on him. But Bo Quisha, that was my attitude. <laughs> 
Y'all don't want to call this girl before. <laughs> well, that's... Now, she can call her something else. Okay? But no, it's just like you don't... Yeah, she would have went there. She would have went there. I'm sorry. Yeah, he did. He was real nice. I probably shouldn't have I kind of felt a little bit bad afterwards. But then I was like, no, because you're trying to insult my intelligence either. After I done proven to you that you're not talking to somebody that's stupid, and I done talk rings around you on this dog on phone, you ain't got an answer for not a question that I asked you. Like, he, didn't, he couldn't even say nothing, but I'm sorry. And that's why I said that I, I had posted on Facebook that I was going to be... <laughs> Part of UPS's training module on how yeah. to deal with IRA customers because they're going to find the answer to those questions guaranteed because you don't have it. So I'm going to write to corporate. So anybody that and usually boycott or whatever, I'm sure people are going to still use UPS because they're tied to so many things like Amazon and stuff like that. But that's horrible customer service. Excuse me. Now, if you're going to just say flat out across the board that they will never call you or, you know, or nothing, put that in writing. But it's not. And too many people come to that building every single day, all day long. So he got it. Yeah, he got But see, that was a buildup, right? That was a buildup of a lot of people just like, just, you know, not appreciating the fact that, hey, if you got a customer service job, you, hey, you got to understand, you need to put a smile on. That's what you get paid to put a smile on. And I'm not saying take crap because I didn't give you crap. I was talking real nice. I explained it real nice. I said, well, I even asked you, show me the policy where it says that. Because if you can produce this policy that says that you won't deliver to an address because it doesn't have a suite number on it, then I'll shut up. But I knew you couldn't. Because you're, you know, come on. Really? So what is the lesson learned here? Put the nail. Well, no, well, and, and there's, a, there's a good reason why I don't have access my house and then I'll just leave it like that but um, I'll put it on there from now on but I mean it's still there it, that doesn't necessarily solve the problem or the or the you know if you're going to all are, you can't think about the when they're bringing the boxes in but they didn't say any of that huh? but they didn't say any of that what do you mean that that was the reason why they didn't come looking for you or whatever they didn't say any of that but their reason is, is incorrect no they just didn't call a number exactly the number was on the on the on the you box. Failed to put the, the, the sweet number on there, and they failed to call. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't have to. And, and here's the other thing. On the floor that I work on, you wouldn't. You still can't get to the suite unless because there's another guard desk there. So you're still gonna have to make a call. Period. If you don't have badge access, you have a guard there. So you still have to make a call, or somebody has to give you access. So you're gonna have to do something. And they know that coming to that building. So again, they can determine that when they get to the speed number. But here's the sad part about it. You still had to waste more gas to come pick it up, and you still had to waste more gas to come deliver it back to me. So why did you just do the simple thing, which is just call me in the first place? <laughs> right. No, he wasn't. He was just being lazy. Well, your issue is more with the driver. Or if they want to change their policy, fine. I don't care which policy you have. If you have a policy in place, hey, I know it up front, boom. But that's not your policy, and that's what you tried to pull over on me as your excuse. Well, if you're going to use the excuse, at least use one that's, that's correct. 
I have that issue in, uh, in my office because all of our mail goes to Central Mail. Mm-hmm. Yes. So mm-hmm. because I've only been in this office two years, the mailroom guys don't recognize my name, <laughs> which doesn't matter because I put the suite and my office number on there. But because they don't recognize my name, they hold the mail down there until our uh, internal mail person goes and collects the mail like mm-hmm. once or twice a week or whatever, whenever he goes. And so when he brought me my package, I was He's like, oh, yeah, Mr. Sonso didn't know your name, so he just held on to it. <laughs> okay, right. Yeah. But see, I had to laugh at myself, you know, after I got off some of that thing, because I did tell him to get off my phone, and I was thinking about, well, you know, I actually called them, so it's not like they called me. Yeah. It's rare, but hey, I'm a human being. I have my moments as well. And Ned pushed the button. Well, now that I know all of this, between, in the midst of all the chaos, I don't see why you were so angry. I was like, oh, what's going on? But because you went off on the oh, it's not his fault. <laughs> he didn't, he didn't promote, he didn't, like, I don't see where it went wrong. He just said, no, he can't do it. And that was, that was it. You telling me no when I know that I've given you every argument in my favor. Like you know, there's that was like that was like I just that was like you and what it was the score of UNC and that game that I said was 162. Oh, you know what we I got I got who y'all who y'all think is going in the NCAA tournament? UNC. Yeah. I think UNC has probably the best chance. Between UNC and Arizona. Yeah. But you know, the big talk right now, also, like in the NBA, is the uh, who's going to win the MVP? Harden, Westbrook, Kawhi Leonard. Yes. <laughs> of course, I know y'all are biased, okay. you know. But we got good first, man. Uh, no, but, but now, hey. He does it on both ends of the court, so it's kind of hard to argue that. But, you know, then somebody says LeBron James, you know. You know how the MVP of the NBA works. It's only for the winning team. Yep. And they're only going to get to the best player on the winning team. Westbrook. Because Westbrook could be in that that hunt. True, true. true. Especially because he's doing something that Oscar Robinson has never done. I mean, Oscar Robinson is the only other person who's done it for the triple double for uh, the entire season. For the entire season. Yeah. And he doesn't even have to 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 do that for the rest of the game. That's they were showing like what he would have to get for like the average for the next game. Mm-hmm. Like his rebounds and assists don't necessarily have to be at the double double level. <laughs> so anyway, look, we're gonna get back together like next month. Do this again. Okay. Cool, cool. How oh, about then we'll <laughs> <laughs> we'll still be jamming. We'll still be jamming, right? Yeah. I mean, look. That's what. I, which one did you like? But see, there was some. You know, but they played that. Oh, look. But this no, was, when old boy showed up with old girl from LA, oh, it oh. took us to a whole other level. Yeah. So, I was like, I'll have a little bit of That's all right there. 